Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back. You are listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Chili Dog Rachel joins us for the vacationing. DJ Rock Lobster, Clomp Clomp. He'll return on Monday with yeah. Tales from the West Coast. He's at, oh, he's at Disney today. Yes. He's at Disneyland today. Oh, it's good to be DJ Rock Lobster. It's great. He's a good life. Yeah, I got a little music news. Give me a beat! Time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. (laughs) And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All right, I'll just, I'll tell you a little bit about Nashville, okay? This is before all these big bars came in and everything like that. Before there was a, a football arena, hockey arena. Before all of that. Literally... When an artist on Music Row, Music Row is different than Lower Broadway. On Music Row, where which is where it's like a little residential street. Are they okay? close to each other? They're close-ish. You need to you need to drive though. Okay. 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 So on Music Row, this is where all the recording studios are, where all the record companies are, things like that. Reba McIntyre's Starstruck Entertainment. It's just this row of houses. And a radio station hmm. in there. And, the, you know, to get in, you you walk up a few steps to the porch. And then you open the mm-hmm. screen door. And yeah. it's like, it was crazy. So if an artist uh, was being celebrated for an album going gold, mm-hmm. they would literally take a banner like kids do on campus. Oh. And it would go over the railing of the top of the, you know, the record company. Wow. That would say, you know, congratulations, Brooks on Brooks and Dunn for your gold certification. So everything was just very small. Quaint. I went uh, another time to visit the Country Music Hall of Fame. Literally, crickety steps onto a porch. You open the door, and there's like three rooms. Now it's this huge, amazing uh, building, museum with, you know, very um, updated, very uh, state of the art. But back then, you know, it doesn't even feel that long ago. It sounds like I'm talking about the 1920s. (laughs) You know, the bars, the honky tonks. Yeah. Are like as, were as big as, you know, R2 studios right here, you know, and the stage would be right in the window. Are the bar are the bars and all these like little honky tonks where you could be listening to unbeknownst to you the next big country superstar 
Does that happen on Lower Broadway? Yes. Okay. So that's where um, those are. That's right. that's the fun area of town. The other part is like the business side of town. Interesting. So, I mean, it was just, you know, somebody could just walk in like you're walking into a deli. You know, I'm trying to give you like the size um, and then just go on stage and they'll, they'd be like, Kenny Chesney's here. Hey, you just never knew. But and now it's, a, it's huge. Did it have a, we expect to see celebrities from time to time. So it didn't have as crazy of a paparazzi sort of a vibe there. Like, could you really be a big name and just open up the, the door to a honky tonk and go up on stage? Yes. And then it's like, wow, huge name star yes. who otherwise would be a hundred dollar ticket when they come to your town. Absolutely. Well, Wow, that's real. See, now that's fun. Um, also, Bluebird Cafe, which is yes. on a, a little outside of town. Not outside of town, but on the other side of Lower Broadway. That is a place where you just go and you sit, and they have guitar poles. So somebody just comes up, and it's a songwriter showcase. Oh. And you might have somebody walk in like a, I don't know, a Morgan Wallen. Huh. Walk in and just unexpectedly take the stage and then just say, thanks, good night. And then he'd go stand by the bar. Let me ask a question. Since you've experienced Nashville through the years, especially these last 20 or 30 years where it's really undergone quite a evolution, if you could snap your fingers and go back to lower Broadway the way it was in the early 90s, would you? Or, or do you like the evolution and the other one is meant to just exist as a memory part of its history? I like the evolution. That's, I think it was long overdue. I, don't, I can't believe they took that long to develop that area of town. That's, they call it Music City. It shouldn't just be a dirt road. The Ryman Auditorium is like right there, which is, you know, very right. historical. I remember we got to see inside uh, Kelly Hansen from Twin Cities Live. She she went down there for the CMAs mm-hmm. um, to cover the red carpet a few years in a row, and she went to the Hall of Fame, as I recall. I bet like it was that. great. It, and it was just this really, really well done, well curated spot. It it is reminiscent in some ways, I suppose, what's happened with Nashville over the last twenty or thirty years. When you think of Las Vegas, now it's longer, right? I mean, the the evolution time, but you go back to the days of oh yeah, for sure, the beginning of the Vegas Strip, yes. and like the Sahara. And then I always wonder, you know, if you could, if you could wake. Dean Martin or Frank Sinatra from from their grave and just take them to Vegas today and show them what it looks like on the strip and how bright in neon it has become where the one Sahara used to the sign would sort of glow neon or fluorescent in the distance. And now it's just lit up commercial space everywhere. Hotels popping up. Left and right, even after the pandemic, it seems like Vegas still continues to announce new hotels, new big name artists that are coming in. Wonder what they would think of it all these years later. Because now in Vegas, it's so big that they've got the old strip and then the the new strip. Right. Because like down near what is it? What is it? Binions? Is yes. that what, what's the old um, one called? What's that called? Oh, uh, there's the strip, and then there's downtown. Oh man, there's a name for it. I'm. St- struggling uh we went down there but then it shows you even the the old historic vegas it's so commercialized now and so there are these old sort of outdated hotels and casinos right there but then there's amazing 
LED screens everywhere that light the whole place yeah, up. Someone's yeah. zip lining right down over right, the top of right. you. It's just it's an interesting place. And so the, the the evolution that you speak of with Nashville reminds me of the evolution of Vegas. Well, and a lot of times in, in Nashville, you know, people think of like J Lo and I don't know, Ariana Grande and all these big stars as um unaccessible is that the word mm-hmm. inaccessible yep. inaccessible yeah and in the nashville artists they do a lot of wooing of you right. they woo you the radio people so i've gone to so many things where uh for example dirks bentley invited a bunch of radio people to come listen to his new album on a piece of property that he owned uh up on a hill Mm-hmm. So he gets all he gathers everybody together, gives them a bus from Nashville to his property, and then he, you get on a um, what do you call those? It, like a hayride, puts oh, everybody yeah. on a hayride to bring you up to the top of the hill, and then there's you know a bonfire. He gives out merch to everybody. Um, it's just it's interesting to just see how big country music has become and Nashville has become. I can also tie a loose end now. Let's do it. Fremont Street. Fremont Street. There you go. I have to hop on and tell you, but... There you go, yep. Yeah, anytime we're experiencing a brain fart, you just jump in and interrupt us. We yes. never know what it is. At all times. stupid. Uh, but Fremont Street. Um, anyway. All right, we gotta fun. go. Hmm. Donna, thanks for memory lane there. Uh, well, let's take a peek see and see what we have. Do you want to do uh, any music news yeah, now? Or yeah, you let's, do, do uh, let's do a little... I, I'm really intrigued by this Snoop Dogg story. He drives a hard bargain as far and, as I'm concerned. And I thought, oh boy, he could be getting more than that. Interesting. So we'll break down uh, how much it costs to have Snoop Dogg on your next song when we return. A little music news coming up after the break on my talk. What should I have for lunch next Tuesday? Will there be flying cars in a few years? What if aliens arrive on Earth tomorrow? Uh, Steve, Steve, you must learn to live in the present. The Y is offering group classes to help you be more mindful and live in the moment. Joined by April 30th, and enrollment is just 15 bucks with 10% off dues till June. Wait a minute. Isn't that thinking ahead? Oh, cute. Join at ymcanorth.org. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening, you guys. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Woohoo! Woo! We didn't get to a lot of music news where we normally do. So we went deep into the history of Nashville. That was yeah, exciting. A Donna, little you, bit. you educated our listeners. You Aww. told a good story. Thanks, Steve. Everything uh, evolves, you know. Mm. It's kind of sad. Yeah, there's a melody to it. There's yeah, bitter, it's a bittersweet thing. I think um, we need to say bittersweet, yeah. Yeah, bittersweet. That's good. I uh, got a couple of, of uh, dog-related stories here, starting off with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> I am naive because I thought when somebody appears on somebody else's song, mm-hmm. right, another recording artist's song, that they did it as a favor or because they were on the same record label. Oh. I didn't think there was any exchange of money whatsoever. Oh. But apparently, Snoop Dogg, in a recent interview, said he charges $250,000 for a feature on your song. And that'll get you about 16 bars. I think he's lying. I don't think he's lying at all. And frankly, I thought the number seemed a little bit low. It feels like half a million would have made... 
more sense to me. I thought 250, but I think, you know, one of the sort of the, a joke about Snoop Dogg is he'll pop up on all sorts of songs. And so maybe he's got a buy in bulk discount uh, option that's out there, 250K. I thought it was low. I don't think he's lying at all. I never, ever realized that there was money involved. Think about how a big name star. Let's use Snoop Dogg and then fill in up and coming artist blank name. We'll call him Pooh Shiesty. First name that came to mind. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. So let's say then there's a Pooh Shiesty track and it's like Pooh Shiesty next. But then you're like, oh, wait, this is featuring Snoop Dogg? I'll listen to this. It's instant credibility. He brings his track record of success like a cameo in a movie. Okay, well. Sorry, I sneezed because I have allergies. I'm a survivor. You don't have allergies. You just think you do. That's then. There's another two hundred. I'm just saying it because I'm mad that I don't. I know she she went to the doctor's thing and she just has irritants. I got an email from a a, a listener that said, "Oh my gosh, I just did the same thing three weeks ago because she couldn't take it anymore either." Yeah, same thing. No allergies. Thousand dollar bill. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you're in good company, Donna. Yeah, I guess. So let's talk about Snoop Dogg's the the other side of this, which mm-hmm. is. You get $250,000, gets you Snoop Dogg featured on your track. Right. You'll get about 16 bars, so kind of like a, a standard verse. Okay. And then if you want Snoop to appear in the music video for that, it's another two hundred and fifty k. I like that. So for the full package, he gets half a million dollars, and that makes the number make a little bit more sense. But I love his style, too, when he's filming the music video. He says he's not going to sit around all day and wait for your director to get the lighting and the blocking right. He says, quote, you only got an hour, so get to filming. Oh, my gosh. Love it. If you're Snoop, you've got the cachet to say that. If it was someone else, an up-and-comer, you know, I could see yourself being in a situation like, oh, my gosh, I'm getting paid half a million dollars to have done a verse that it probably took me two hours to write, maybe much less, but let's say two hours to write. And then I just go in, I record it, that's another couple of hours, and then I do this. So all in a day's work, I would show up to the video shoot and be like, oh, yeah, you guys want me to help with the lighting? I'm happy to do it. I can't believe I'm getting paid $250,000 for appearing here for a day. But I get how Snoop Dogg would be like, you know what? I've been in this music game for a long time, and if you want me, you guys need to have... It is not my job to sit here while you get blocking right directing right all that get everything right and then i will show up and do the thing that is actually what will help make you guys money am i defending the rich too much yes rachel chili dog wants to be a record executive she told us she doesn't want to be with our show long term she made that very clear a month ago when she was here she said she wants to work for a record label chili dog uh 250k for snoop dog to be featured on a track do you think that's a good deal? I think that's reasonable for who he is and like I guess Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think, and, and that's like a pretty volatile career choice is just to appear on like other people's records. Because I, I think about it with Nicki Minaj because I think that she's really well known for being like a featured artist and i don't know if you remember her lyric from that kanye west song but she says 50k on a verse no album out Uh, because she's like always appearing on records instead of like and she has very limited albums sure so that's how she makes her money is just like being featured on other people's records and just think about it you don't have to be in charge of promoting that album yeah you just do your thing collect your money and go exactly like your your income isn't dependent on the success of that album or record. I had no idea that this was a thing. I, You know, there's part of me that would be like, okay, Snoop, can't you just do somebody a solid every now no. and then? Yeah, you but think he'd have enough time. money that he'd be like, oh. I'll well, and it's, it's not just your time, too. That's sort of, um, that's a linear way of looking at it because it's your name it's your brand well it's your your name it's your likeness it's your image that is for sure and that's valuable but also just because it might take snoop dogg an hour or two to write a verse or whatever i I, somebody said this and i thought it was really good you should not be penalized for the fact that you are now having put in years of work preparation honing your skill the fact that you are now able to do something very efficiently where it doesn't take you much time the the I think the the linear or I mean this respectfully Donna the small way of thinking about that like if I was your agent would would be oh come on it's just an hour of her time but it's an hour of her time because she's so good at what she does right that it's right. just going to take her an hour to enhance the value of the project you're that right you you're right are I want to be an agent don't undersell yourself that Show is me the lesson show me the money Jerry. <laughs> Got a little weird at the end, a little George Costanza worked in there. Oh, no, Jerry McGuire. I know, you sounded like Costanza. Oh, I guess so. You want to play a game or what? 651-641-1071. That is the number to call. You'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge with us. Bet on me or Donna. Bet on the right person. Win a prize. 651-641-1071. Call now. Okay, before we get to our big game, we big did game, get an email game. from CJ who says, I love that Chili Dog is one of the barbs. Barbs? A Nicki Minaj yeah, fan. Nicki Minaj fan. We see you, Queen. <laughs> oh, my oh boy. Barbs? <laughs> barbs. They're, they're called Barbs. She's Barbie. Like she's like a Barbie. Thing. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah, we knew that, Donna. Right? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we just making sure you didn't. So. All right, uh, you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Time, time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. Well, DJ Rock Lobster is, in fact, at Disneyland today in California. But he gave me three questions to ask you guys, and they're about Disneyland. Oh, yes. Yep, there are movies based on Disney attractions. Mm, oh, I feel good about this. Good. 
But usually the callers usually go with Donna. I'd say about 60 or 70% of the time, largely out of sympathy because I'm dominating this year in this game, about 50 to 30, something like that. Who's our caller today, Chili Dog? Donna, those are the facts. We've got Alexis on the line. Alexis, welcome to the Donna and Steve experience. How are you? I'm well. Hey, can we? Can I go by Squigs again? Oh, hey, sure. Squigs. Yeah, Squigs, no doubt about it. You're Squigs, you're Squigging it, and uh, and now you've got a choice who you want to go with. I don't know if you're in it to win it today or if you're in it to make friends. Uh, it's Disney, Disneyland-themed attractions that turned into movies. Who would you like to go with, Donna or Steve? I got to say, when Donna responded with, oh, no, I said it at the exact same time as her. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down with Donna. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> All right. fine. All just right, what Don I thought. Squigs. All right. That's amazing. Uh, Donna and Squigs, I'll just be over here. Tell okay. Me you need me. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, Squigs, hang on the line. I'm ready, Rach. All right. Question number one. Who played the female lead in Jungle Cruise? Um, the chick who's married to the guy from The Office. Emily Blunt. Name, what's the name of Captain Jack Sparrow's ship in Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Black Pearl. What's the 2015 Brad Bird sci-fi movie where George Clooney plays a disillusioned genius inventor? Can't remember. I'm going to have to get some help from Squigs on that one. Um... I feel okay with the other two, I think. All right. I don't know. Squigs back. Wait. Okay. Hey, Squigs. (laughs) Squigs. Oh. What's the last one? I mean, I'm sure the other two are wrong, too, but whatever. (laughs) I'll reread the question. Oh, I was very impressed with the first two answers. Thank you. Can you just repeat it one more time, Rachel, the question? Um, Yep. What's the 2015 Brad Bird sci-fi movie where George Clooney plays a disillusioned genius inventor. This is not my 80s TV trivia. I am so sorry. The sad thing is I think I saw it. (laughs) Ah, darn. All right, whatever. Would you like to go back to the first question? Because I don't think you really gave me a good answer. You said the guy. Oh, Oh, sorry. I said Emily Blunt, Black Pearl. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought you said... Girl I married did. to the guy and then from I, the thing. And then after I said that, I I said, Emily Blunt. Okay. okay. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, okay. I'm sorry. You so are we leaving the third answer blank? Yes. All right. Yeah. And I and I endorse your two answers, uh, Donna. Thank you. All right. Approval. Let's bring Steve back. Hopeful Hi. failure. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Super. Great. Thank you. Bye now. <laughs> See <right>? you guys. <laughs> no, come on now. I'll stay. Okay. All right. Question number one. Who played the female lead in Jungle Cruise? Emily Blunt. What is the name of Captain Jack Sparrow's ship in Pirates of the Caribbean movies? The Black Pearl. What is the 2015 Brad Bird sci-fi movie where George Clooney plays a disillusioned genius inventor? Tomorrowland. That's funny. Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm sticking with those. I feel like we're slam dunk. Based on Donna's face right now, yeah, I have a feeling we're going to overtime. Mm, no, I don't think so. Oh, sweet. Rachel, I crushed it, didn't I? Rachel? Uh, I think you both crushed it in your own way. Thank you. Oh, Lord. 
All right, here's the answers. The female lead in Jungle Cruise was, in fact, Emily Blunt, who is mm-hmm. married to John Krasinski, who is in the office. <laughs> yes. But I was working it out. The chick is married to the guy in the office. <laughs> All right, name of Captain Jack Sparrow's ship in Pirates of the Caribbean. You guys got that right away. The Black Pearl. Yes. Yep. 2015 Brad Bird sci-fi movie where George Clooney plays a disillusioned genius inventor was in fact Tomorrowland, and I think Donna <laughs> remembered when Steve said it. I I no, I didn't. Oh, didn't. oh so I you haven't just, seen that movie? No, oh. no, I haven't. I thought it was a different movie. Mm. What did you guess, Donna? I didn't. Nice. And Alexis, equally doubtful of her Disney skills here, guessed nothing as well. Correct. Yeah, I'm afraid so. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, We've got a bunch of losers this week. That's just the fact. I don't know if we've had maybe more than one person win this week. It's been an unlucky draw. Uh, Alexis, we're sorry you didn't get to win. Anybody that you would like to give a shout-out to, though, as your parting gift? You know, thank you. Thank you. I would. I want to give a major shout-out to Rocco, who wrote me back. I was so amazed. I read these letters. And I don't expect anybody to write me back. Oh, that's so and funny. Alexis, that's amazing. Did he I actually write started the to write you back. I had the envelope ready to go. I just never wrote it because I'm a terrible person. Thanks. Oh, that's okay. I'd never expect it, but I was delighted that he sent me a My Talk card in the mail and my kids were jumping up and down that that uh, we were we were thought of. Can you tell oh everybody gosh. what you're talking about so then because you went on this mission yeah. to, to send to write letters to people you appreciated. Yes, yeah. So it's my I turned 50 in November mm-hmm. and I've committed to writing 50 love letters. And I got these kind of cards printed out explaining like this is a love letter, but you know I only send those kinds of love letters to my husband, but this is a letter of, yes, love and appreciation. I love or, that. You know, some, something you've done that brightens my day or my life in some way. How sweet are you? That's a really wonderful way to, to like stir positive feelings inside of yourself, inside of the other person. And then it's just like it keeps you interested in a thing. It gives you... A mission. Remember I said I'm reading yeah. that book called Hero on a Mission right now? And it's like, oh, find yeah. a cause, I create something. Miller. Yeah, Donald Miller. And it's like, create it big or small, whatever it is, create something. Commit yourself to a story. Add something to the plot every day, he oh, says. So nice. And, uh, and you're doing that. So shout it out. Thank Alexis you for doing that, house. Alexis. I did this one year, not that, but I did for, you know how you're supposed to give something up for Lent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of doing that, I wrote, pretty much the same thing letters of appreciation so the person who i got my dog from i wrote them a letter uh because they had to give up the dog and i was like i just want you to know blah 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 and then people in the sales department and then Mm, a neighbor who did something nice i think it's a that's a it's good that we're getting that out there maybe it'll you know spur some ideas in people yeah yeah you know are on a similar mission it's always good to put positivity out yeah does this i would encourage them to write a handwritten oh, letter without a doubt okay but say tell us why because it's easier to type so give us the pitch on why you should handwrite these letters well i'm such a believer that with all our technology any opportunity we can get to slow everything down is a good one hmm. and 
handwriting slows everything down. Like you said, Steve, it's, it's not as quick. And, uh, I mean, there's, you know, I'm a therapist. I could tell you neuroscience about left brain, right brain. But the more important thing to me is that I end up spending a full hour with that person in my mind. Like, mm. I feel as though for an hour of my day, I have been in the presence of that person, even though, obviously, I haven't. So, um, yeah. That's beautiful. That's, That's a really interesting. Beautiful reason you know, why. Since we got you on the line, stay here, Alexis. We're uh, we would request free therapy. Thank you very much. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, she's, next thing we get in the mail from her is a bill for it's like a thousand dollar bill. Tap yes. with your allergies now with this therapy. Okay, ask Alexis. Your I question. had a therapist one time, and and I think it was very uh, something cathartic about it. It was an exercise that she wanted me to do to. You know, there are a lot of people say like moms who think of themselves as I am. Mom, um, she had me do like identify myself in every possible way I could come up with. I am a woman. I am a radio personality. I am a daughter. I am. I I really didn't quite understand the point of it other than maybe to think of myself not as one dimensional. Mm. Yeah. And to, to realize your worth goes way beyond one thing. Yeah. Let's yeah. All, let's all do that today. That wasn't even a question. You just wanted to say that with just, a therapist on the line. I guess I was going to say, what do you think the point of the exercise was? But I talked it out myself. Yeah, I think she's got well, the point. Do you think she's barking up the right tree, Alexis? I, I do. I mean, I think that I think what you're speaking to is this idea of parts. Like we all have, and you know, in everyday parlance, we'll say to someone like, uh, a part of me wants to this, but not yeah. a part of me. And I think we have all these parts and these different parts might be in conflict with one another or they might want to be celebrated at different times so i just would wonder if your therapist was having you yeah like you said think of yourself as multi-dimensional and that you have these we all do we all have these different parts to ourselves or have different needs. yeah like good parts bad parts the little devil on one shoulder the little angel on the other the devil going yeah 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 do it do it and the angel going, right. no, what would your mother say? <laughs> well, and I think, too, I, I, I think it goes, you know, for me, one step further. Like, if you start with, I think that's good to identify because it's so easy to get wrapped up in what you do and that's your identity or what phase of life you're in in parenting and that's your identity. So putting those all on paper to realize the cool, how many different layers there are, or angles there are to you is a really powerful thing and i think also like starting for me fundamentally with i'm not going to get preachy or just chill out everybody but like believing first my value is not in my function but it's in who i am who i was created to be made in god's image that already sets the table for there's value already and now we're just going to add other wrinkles to how that value um, just upon you being and having been created here alive on earth. Now that value spills into all of these other areas. But I think we get mm-hmm. those out of alignment. And for me, when I do get those out of alignment, I sense a disturbance in the force because I'm placing my identity in something that is secondary, not primary. Hmm. Yeah. Wait, it's like you're calling just to play a little game. But no. <laughs> It's the game of life, Alexis, and you're winning. Thank you so much for listening to our show, uh, and thank you for the beautiful thing that you're doing. And I bet you've inspired at least one or two listeners out there to pick up a pen today, sit down with a piece of paper, and to tell someone how much they love them. Thanks for putting that out there. That's great. great. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, Squigs. Have a great weekend. (laughs) Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Talking to therapists.
Oh, so great. Is great. It is, unless it, they're analyzing you when you're at home and you're just trying to, you know, cook dinner. Well, no, I mean, what is that? That sounds like they <laughs> broke into your home. <laughs> I'm just saying if you were married to one, I bet. Oh, well, you sure, know. sure. But she's delightful. Uh, why don't we take a breather here, my friends? When we come back, uh, we got a little Netflix news about what's happening with uh, Stranger Things 2. Boy, did that get expensive. And, hey, have you checked out CNN Plus? If not, too late. We'll tell you what we're talking about when we come back. It's Don and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Woo, DJ Rock Lobster on vacation. He'll be back on Monday. We got Chili Dog hanging with us. Hey, girl. Chomp, chomp. Did you say chomp, chomp? Yeah, we gave her chomp chomp since it's a chili dog. Kind of gets you hungry. Right, right. We're ridiculous. We're we we send texts back and forth, and if Rocco's on it, and he'll be like, "Hey, um, like Steve will be like, is Rocco back on Monday?" And we just write back, "Clomp." Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, great. I I understand it, which is the yeah. scary part. It's like clomp clomp. It's like Morse code. <laughs> I have a quick tip before we get into the CNN Plus story. Okay. Um. There were a bunch of people on our email that said when I was talking about getting the dog's nails trimmed. Yeah. To use a to buy a Dremel. Yeah. A Dremel tool. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, like you know and use this. What are you talking um, about? I bought one. I'm I just never used it. But that that's the thing that buffs it down. But it looks like it also will clip it. Does it clip it? Oh, it's a clippy too. Clip clip. It looks like it might clip it. Maybe not. I, I bought one, and I was like, I am not doing that. No, it's just kind of like... But it looks like you stick their nail like into this little plastic tip on it. Oh, it's a whole thing. And then, like yeah, whole and then you can get a buffing thing that you can put on the end of it. It's got quite high reviews, though. You could try that. Because it know. makes it nice and smooth on the ends instead of sharp. Sure. I mean, it's 30 bucks. I'm looking at a $55 one. Oh, it's payday. I'm sorry, it's payday. You're a fancy guy. No, it's just a, it was the first one that popped up. No, I'm not fancy guy. Ask Elizabeth Reese from Twin Cities Live, a show I used to work on. Ever heard of it? If I'm fancy guy, I always would look like the cheap guy. I was like, why do you always look for the most expensive version of fill in the blank? <laughs> really? And I'm cheapskate McGee. But you're a different level. You're you're just one of the cheapest <laughs> people I know, so it's fine. It's kind of you know, a, for lack of a better term, it's kind of like you know a scale or a spectrum. Yeah, almost like a, a, a you know those little Russian dolls. There's a big one. <laughs> open it up. There's a kind of big one, then a medium sized one. Yeah, you're I mean, the little yeah. the, the little pinky toe. That's the final one in there when Tell it comes you. to how much money you want to spend. Oh, I know why you said pinky toe because that's the weird one. Donna, listen. It's the weird one with the corner on. <laughs> it's not just your pinky toe. Every single pinky toe looks like, look down at your feet right now. No, if they were to. posing for a photo at the last second, someone was like, hey, pinky. And then he just looked over. <laughs> no one's looking straight on. They're all bent and crooked. And God love uh, anyone who gets like fancy pedicures and stuff. But I always think when it comes to human toes, <laughs> you're putting lipstick on a pig here. Yeah, There's totally. only so much we can do. You know, the one next to the pinky is also a weird one. I had a boyfriend that used to call it Lenny. (laughs) Mine. (laughs) Just mine. He's like, oh, look at Lenny. Uh, 
Well, and then I've got bunions, so then they're all out of whack. It looks like, you know, your uncle in the picture threw his back out, and so he's hunched over, leaning to the side. Lou's got one of the weird second toes that are taller than the big toe. Uh, in, in, I don't know, some sort of a complex. <laughs> and so it's like, I'll stand up taller. <laughs> so with our poor children. that one's supposed to be in the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, toe talk. Oh, my God. Listen, while you're talking about nails, you were talking about your dog's nails. I read this uh, story today about how, you know, those long nails that everybody's doing, Billie Eilish, the Kardashians, super, super long. Mm-hmm. They're fake, but they're like super long and pointy. Yes. Um, they're really trendy right now, but um, Bob, studies have discovered 32 different bacteria and 28 fungi underneath fingernails that are too long like that. The longer the nail, the more surface area there is for microorganisms to settle in. Uh, Bye. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. CNN Plus just launched last month. Exciting news for them. <laughs> CNN Plus is now done. I couldn't believe the headline. I couldn't believe it. I mean, literally less than a month. Because they launched, I think, on March 29th. Billboards, a big deal. We just never, I just went past a big billboard, I think, in, in New York. Like prime real estate places of where can we put a billboard to promote our new streaming service, CNN Plus. Um yeah, they're they're shutting it down. This is a. I think a lot of people are going to lose their jobs from this. And these poor people too, because I'm sure they got all excited. They were sold a vision. They cast this vision, said we need you guys to partner with us. They did. They went about trying to create things, and it amounted in just ten thousand daily users. And for comparison, although these aren't exactly apples to oranges, or <laughs> it is that it's not apples to apples. It doesn't matter. It's Friday. Disney Plus registered ten million signups on its very first day. And CNN Plus, a baby streaming service, only had 10,000 daily users, which I think is 1% of 10 million. I do not know if that's true. Did you mention that they put over 100 million into it? I did not, but that's a big number. And they had, you know, big celebs, Eva Longoria, Chris Wallace. He jumped um, over from Fox, right? Yep. They added new shows for Anderson Cooper, Mm. uh, Jake Tapper. And what's really sad is... There's going to be hundreds of staffers being laid off. Yeah, that's so brutal. And they again, they had to do so much work behind the scenes to help this launch. And then you know that they've got to be like, wait a minute. You gave us a month? If you had told us at the front end, help us do this, but at the end of 30 days, after a year's worth of work or whatever it was to help create the platform, you'll have a 30-day test period. And if it goes bad, we're shutting it down. I bet not as many people would have signed on. It it reeks of Quibi, does it not? Absolutely. R.I.P. Quibs. Quibs. <laughs> Quibs is dead. That was a streamer that is now dead. Bye, Quibs. Anyway, not to be confused with Squigs. Bye-bye. All right. Um, you want to come back? come back? I don't know. Some movie talk, maybe? I'd love that. Okay. Hey, at 11.30, we've got a slow jam. Coming up, you will get a laugh at our expense. Stick around. We've got another hour of the Don and Steve experience here on my time.